Hey guys, welcome to the Let Me Call You Back podcast. This comedy podcast features Declan Brooks, my brother, and an aspiring stand-up comedian on our weekly phone calls. We talk daily happenings of life, ludicrous news, and comical interactions with others while out and about in the world. Please enjoy. You like my new sticker? <laughs> Did you just get that last night or no? I got this dope sticker at the Philly Fishing Expo up in Oaks this weekend. You went to a fishing expo? Yeah, I went to the fishing expo. I also met Leo Sheng. You know who Leo Sheng is, Raymond? No, no idea. I don't think you anybody don't does. Leo Sheng is, you insensitive fuck? Leo Sheng. He is the founding member of Extreme Philly Fishing. The first person that came up is queer trans man, advocate, learner. <laughs> no way. I swear to God, that's the first hit. So there's a, you know how there's all different YouTube fishermen and all different like popular fishing pages? Yeah, yeah. Of extreme Philly fishing, you'll see this guy, Leo Sheng. I've been following, dude, he used to like just do videos of all different types of like micro fishing and bullshit. Yeah. And me and a couple of my, and it's all like Wissahickon Creek, Schuylkill River, all of the local Philly things. And then he blew up. He's huge. And you, did you find the page yet? Yeah, I'm on his Instagram, Extreme Philly Fishing. Isn't he huge? He is. He has 40,000 followers. I don't know what you consider that. I mean, go on his YouTube. Pretty sure he has a ridiculous amount of subscribers. As well as he was out there at the show handing out sweet stickers. That's dope. I'm on his YouTube. Let's see what he's doing. 180K. That's pretty good. Yeah. Guy looks like he catches some slobs. He hammers some lips. Shout out to Leo Sheng from Extreme Philly Fishing. Did you talk to him? Yeah, I talked to him for a second. I was like, dude, we've been fans for a long time. I've been following you since like your micro fishing videos with your stuff up in the West Hicken Creek. And he's like, holy shit, dude, that's awesome. He's like, when you take my pic, so we took a picture with him and I'll send it to you. You can toss it up on the page there. Let people Sweet. see me at a show. He said, uh, tag him in uh, the post and he'll share it. Okay. So Leo Sheng, that's our new best buddy. Shouts. Shouts out, Leo. Shouts out, big Leo Sheng. I don't know him, but shout out. He's a big gay trans advocate <laughs> in the area, apparently. I didn't know. No, I'm, I'm telling you, uh, search his name on YouTube, on Google and it comes up the first hit. It's like a queer trans activist. Dude, he could be. Maybe that's what he uses his fishing platform for. He's like, no, it's not. It's a different guy. We're about and we're about getting gay. How you feel? How you feel, Luca? I checked. It wasn't him. But yes. And we are back. We're rolling right now, actually. I forgot that I started recording. We're definitely more dragon ass than rolling. Guys, welcome back. This is the Let Me Call You Back podcast, episode 15. And we are here with the talent of the show, Declan Brooks. The not-so-talented. Hey. <laughs> yes, I was sick the past couple of days, recovering. On the back end of a cold, 
I mean, I got to uh, retreat to the terrible state of Ohio oh. to hide from the recent Super Bowl loss. Did you taste the uh, the chemicals? Nah, dude, I was drinking Dasani, so that was a completely different. <laughs> Dasani. Um, Dasani has a completely different chemical. You didn't t- smell the vinyl chloride in the atmosphere? So I actually was about 50 to 60 miles away from that, actually. I was, I was close enough, though. They uh, were definitely, like, I checked into my hotel. They were handing out bottles of water instead of telling you to drink. Like, that's how you know the water is bad in a place when they're like, here's bottles of water. Don't drink the tap. Really? That's what they said? No, they don't say it, but they kind of infer it. Like, <laughs> I'll take it like this. If you hand me six bottles of water when I check into a hotel, I'm assuming you're saying don't drink the water here. <laughs> I'm on a story right now on CNN. It says, so far, air quality tests for more than 530 homes have not detected any dangerous levels of contaminants. As for the water, no vinyl chloride has been detected in any downgradient waterways near the train derailment. So we're okay? <laughs> it's, there's a quote here from Sherrod Brown. Let's see who he is. The fuck is he? It just says Sherrod Brown. doesn't even say what he is. Excellent journalism here. Yeah, whoever wrote this is a fucking idiot. Oh, no, it's U.S. Senator Sherrod Brown says, quote, we think the water's safe. We think the water's safe. <laughs> Presidents are right to be skeptical. So let's go into this here. What was spilled? What is it? What can it do to the environment? It was in East Palestine, Ohio. That's how you know it's bad, because it was in Palestine. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Holy wars again? Mm-hmm. It's a very toxic chemical called vinyl chloride. What do they do with vinyl chloride? What is vinyl chloride? I put that shit on everything. I put that shit on brakes, rotors, hot dogs. Vinyl chloride is used to produce PVC for piping, packaging, coatings of wires. Was it in liquid form? Is that why it was such an issue? Or was it gaseous? It's an extremely flammable and colorless glass at ambient temperatures and pressures. Under pressure or a reduced temperature, it becomes a liquid. Sounds dope. Yeah, vinyl chloride. I love that they described it at ambient temperatures. It's glass. No, it's a gas. Gas. I thought you said, <laughs> I thought you said glass. I was like, dude, that is the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard. Because, <laughs> like, have you ever heard the argument, or I remember this in science class, and them specifically saying, like, glass technically is a liquid in a very viscous state. Have you ever heard that before? Yeah. It's the most underhanded semantic argument I've ever heard. It makes me hate whoever thought of that argument. But it is a very good argument. It's it's a hardened, li- hardened liquid form. Crystalline liquid? I don't know. Science isn't real, bro. This is the fucking Matrix, dude. (laughs) I wish this was the Matrix. I'd be able to do so much cooler shit. Instantly no Taekwondo. Yeah. Krav Maga, Black Belt, Jeet Kune Do. If you ask me any of those characteristics or abilities, I instantly don't know how to do any of them. Like, it's it's like in the Matrix, like, (laughs) Keanu Reeves is already handsome. And then he can just be like, oh, I blinked my eyes. Now I can touch my toes and suck my own dick. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> me close my eyes i can't do any of those things <laughs> or my dogs stare at me like i'm a fat retard trying to suck his own dick 
I guess we got to talk about the Super Bowl. Do we have to? Yes, we have to reference it. Our clips, we have a couple of clips from the Super Bowl that have gained some traction in the local circles of your comedy happenings. Yeah, it didn't age well. That was my favorite comment. Someone, you notice someone said that on the bottom of the video where yeah. I said we were going to win. Somebody was like, yeah, that end didn't age well. Like, that was the point. Yeah, duh. What are you, stupid? Yeah, duh, we lost. Let's see. Were there any fucking, you know, chubby white kid podcast based in Kansas City calling Philadelphia bars talking shit? I don't think they were. I don't <laughs> think they were calling. You think somebody did that thing? That did that same thing? I'm sure, I mean, like what we did? Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Some, some form of it. Somebody did something like that. Maybe they did, maybe they didn't. Who knows? But I doubt there was anybody that looked like us in Kansas City calling Philadelphia. <laughs> like, hey, yo, son, you got you got them wing joints or something? Like, <laughs> nobody was doing a Philly accent being like, hey, yo, cuz, can I get a steak with, like, 20 wings? And if you fuck up the hot sauce, I'll come over there and wring your neck. <laughs> it is our doppelganger. Chase, we're gonna whoop your fucking ass today. I don't think that happened. <laughs> In a parallel universe. In a parallel universe. Super Bowl was whack. It was a good game. They stole it. It's fucking bullshit. We're not gonna talk about it anymore. I love how, uh, you know, as soon as one narrative or one argument is chosen to be the, the answer, <laughs> they just talk about it all day. Or just running it down your fucking throat. I mean, there's a thousand conversations that could have been had about the last play of the game that really fucked everything up. And, like, in my opinion, everybody talks about, like, uh, the inside shirt grab. You know, it was probably a, a, a half a second thing that literally caused no impediment or change to the receiver's path on that play. And if we're talking truth and reality... That was a bullshit ending to a really good Super Bowl, in my opinion. I thought it was a great Super Bowl. And then the end, they kind of cop out with a cheap call and something that could have honestly been reviewed and taken care of in a different way. You know, we probably still would have lost, but it would have been a good football game instead of it being a fucking, well, that sucked. Yeah. That was a stupid ending. Yeah, as soon as that happened, the game was over. Also, the flag came out late. Like, if you watch it, that flag comes out way too late, and the ball had been already thrown at that point. In the air, not catchable. You know, that's a terrible way to watch the end of a game go. It's rigged. NFL's rigged, bro. Uh Uh-huh. If that was rigging it for a a good reason, I don't think it was a good reason, because that was a bad ending. If Jalen didn't throw the ball on the ground and kick it backwards for for that fumble touchdown, that would have changed the game. Yeah, what was that? The fucking one I missed? Probably, yeah, when you were walking. Mm-hmm. He dropped the ball in the backfield, like, kicked it by accident. Defender picked it up, ran and touched him. Fucking idiot. Fucking idiots. You go to Arizona and you fuck this up for us. And then Riri came out. Speaking of Riri, this is actually talking about political correctness. I was at an event this week I told you about. Yeah. And someone said the R word. In a group of about 70 to 80 people. Oh, my gosh. And, man, did it not go over well. Why would they say that? Oh, it was an accident. It was like a, a co-worker explaining something. He's like, you know how guys sometimes, you know, just act like kind of a little retarded. And I was like, oh, no. Oh, gosh. Every woman in the event was like, ah, ha, ha, ha. Ah, ha, ha, ha. You did not just say the R word. Like, 
white women get excited about the word retarded like black people get excited about the n-word like oh did you just say that oh no you did not just say that i'm gonna fucking kick your ass word <laughs> so rihanna came out yeah right in the beginning as soon as she came out you were like you said something about her being pregnant and so I think it was the people who are hosting us said like, oh my gosh, you, like she thought you called her fat. You remember that? I know. She was like, a, oh my gosh, there's no way. She's just coming off the baby. I mean, there's no way. And then she looked it up. She's like, actually, she's three and a half months pregnant. I'm like, thank you. Like, <laughs> and then give me a round of applause. Jesus Christ, right about it. <laughs> like, bullshit. I <laughs> you called it as soon as she came out. Nobody knew. I know what these pregnant women look like right now. I got one. <laughs> Dude, what a terrible halftime show. So, the songs? I like Rihanna's songs. I wasn't mad at the songs. Same. The chorus was probably the flattest choreography I've seen out of these dancers in a while. There was a couple dope parts. There was a couple dope parts, but it was a lot of just leg swings. I don't know if you noticed that. Yeah. Everything was catered to her current physical condition, if you noticed. Like, yeah. She also didn't sing. She lip-synced. I know. She lip-synced a lot of it. Sank. Past and sink. She put on more clothes. <laughs> like, she she went from being, like, the Hamburglar to Mayor McCheese real quick. She, no joke, she, like, put on so many clothes so yeah. quick. It wasn't even funny. She looked cozy as hell, and I'm like, you're in Arizona. Why are you putting more clothes on? They're in the dome. Show me some pregnant Rihanna ass. I want to see some pregnant Rihanna. <laughs> I don't know why you're holding this back. You know, there's probably about like give or take 200 million men across the world. Like, dude, show me Rihanna kind of chubby with a fat ass. I'll do it. <laughs> dude, why the hell was there no other performers? This is my favorite part about the world and the Super Bowl and shit. You know, everybody talks about the, the fucking Super Bowl halftime show. Like, yeah. women, three stores, cashiers and shit. Yeah. And no joke, like, the next day, so like I had to fly to Cleveland the next day immediately, and I'm in Cleveland, I think I was at a gas station, and the woman's like, uh, oh, what a terrible halftime show. Like, uh, immediately, like, immediately <laughs> every white woman that has watched the, the Super Bowl for, like, the past 10 years has been like, what a terrible halftime show. Yeah. And then she, she was just like, uh, you know, there were supposed to be more people there. Like, Jay-Z was there. Eminem was there. I don't know why they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> she fucking telling me this when I'm buying a Red Bull and a fucking Slim Jim right now. I'm like, I need to answer the commentary. <laughs> like... <laughs> I got the same thing. I was getting a haircut the other day. My barber just, like, brings it up and starts hitting me with it. I'm like, take it easy. You got, you got scissors in your hand right now. Chop my fucking ear off right now. Getting heated. We were literally saying this. <laughs> Chrissy, again, Chrissy, I like Chrissy a lot. Uh, she literally said this thing. <laughs> like, I don't get it. You know, Eminem was here. I don't know where he's at. Like, Jay-Z was here in the beginning of the halftime show. I think he didn't come out for a reason. Like, it, like it's like a, it's like white women conspiracy here. <laughs> I was getting real-time text messages from Mommy, and she's like, what a horrible halftime show. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <sighs> Man, go birds. We lost. It's all right. I'm okay with it. I only cried a little. <laughs> a little. I only cried for five minutes. Dude, I had to walk home five fucking miles. 
This is the saddest I've ever seen the city. Dude, I said this to people when I got to Cleveland. I'm like, when you were walking down the street, literally every five minutes, you'd hear someone be like, man, fuck Pat Mahomes and Travis Kelsey, that cocksucker. <laughs> and then you can drop in between all of that. Yeah. They fucking stole it from us. Dude, I literally saw like four or five, like probably 14-year-old girls as I was leaving on the street, walking down the street, chugging a beer going, we got fucking robbed. That was bullshit. Fuck Travis Kelsey. <laughs> I was like, at least the kids know what's up, man. At least the kids are on the same page. <laughs> it was like so funny. Oh, man, they probably were watching their dad sit there for the past hour. And then they were like, we were robbed. He was so robbed. He was fucking robbed. They fucking robbed us. That was bad footballs. <laughs> It's funny, there was, like, nothing going on in the streets, but w once I got to Rittenhouse Square, like, an hour into the walk, there was just, like, tons of people in the park just drinking, lighting off fireworks. Oh, that park will go off if it wants to. <laughs> it will go off. I literally have told you this story before. I used to work at Rittenhouse Hotel, and I worked at Down Nightclub around the corner, so I would stay parked at the hotel, walk over to my job at 15th Street, and walk back. And the one night I'm walking back through the park, there's an incredibly fat black man and his incredibly fat, voluptuous black girlfriend. Hell yeah. Getting completely naked head in the middle of, in the, middle of the park. <laughs> uh, people are like smoking blunts, like five, like maybe 150 feet away from him. That's crazy. And he's just standing up, pants completely down. His girl's just like sucking his dick. And he's being loud about it. He's like, yeah, girl. Get that. <laughs> Dude, there's no coverage in that park. That park is, there's like barely any trees. It's just basically grass. He wasn't even trying to cover it up, man. He was, he was on a, yeah, it wasn't like they were in a bush. He was, they were on the bench. There's only a couple bushes in that park. There's nothing. I like, I've told you before that like, so the homeless guys always try to find somewhere to sleep and in the summer, the sprinklers are on to keep the grass from dying. So there's only a few bushes. People try to get it, like, or take those spots, and they don't remember, like, the reason why people don't sleep in this bush or that bush. So I used to work an overnight at the hotel, and so one night this guy picked the wrong bush, and the sprinklers came on, and it was like, it was like somebody dropped a bomb on a bunch of soldiers. He was like, ah, not again! Jesus Christ! <laughs> Goddamn, ah! <laughs> it was... Dude, that park's insane. I've seen crazy shit happen in that park. It was mayhem when I was there. I mean, there's people always standing on the corners, like, drinking and smoking and hanging out. People are always hanging out in the middle. There's always bike paths going through. When I worked at the hotel and there was political events, fucking, we had to be prepared for protesters going through this park. It was insane. I'm not even kidding, Raymond. Biden came in for a political uh, rally or event. And Pence was there giving a, a speech at our hotel. And Biden's across the square in another building. And the next building over, literally an Antifa group had a, lar a large meeting in preparation for protests in the next building over and then sat across the street from P Biden and Pence's groups and was prepared to riot. <laughs> so they brought in the Secret Service. The Secret Service was in my my security room as like their command ops they had snipers on the roof raven on the right now there were snipers on the roof 
there's literally like probably a hundred secret service guys. They put, they put a main server in our head security room and then they ran direct line wires and communications all over the hotel, connecting everything directly with that Wi-Fi on their own independent servers. And then at night when they were doing the speeches, the one sniper was like, I need two of you to come to the roof with me and make sure that I have clear access in and out if anything goes wrong. And he's like giving us directions like, you have to stay low, keep to the shadows, nobody can see head. He's like giving me and my other slightly portly white security. For, we're, we're, they're wearing like actual suits. We're wearing like cheap Sintas suits in Bangladesh. Like shitty clothes. <laughs> no joke, an hour ago, one of the Secret Service guys gave me a button like, here, here's a Secret Service pin. And I'm like, I'm one of you guys That's now. A, I was just going to say, did he deputize you? He, he gave me fucking the pilot's wings for the 13-year-old of Secret Service, but yeah. He gave you a badge? He gave me a pin. He's like, dude, you need a real Secret Service. He's like, listen, I got intel on the guy shitting everywhere downstairs. <laughs> shitty, man. <laughs> No, it was bizarre. One guy, dude, the, like the comms guy, looked like he had gotten blown up at one point. Like, <laughs> he his the back of his head looked like they had pieced it back together, and he had soda bottle glasses on, a full suit, and he was slamming deer jerky. <laughs> and, <laughs> and he's like, he he stands up when he's done. He's like, my work's done here. Jerky's for you, and leaves and leaves an entire two bags of deer jerky. And a bunch of candy from the Secret Service, uh, or like the Washington D.C. candy store that they all get their candies from for Secret Service. I don't really know. It was the most bizarre thing I've ever experienced. What the fuck? He's like, "Well, Pepsi's done talking. Jerky's for you. I'm out of here. I've done my job." Yeah, Rittenhouse Square is fucking insane. I mean, they. It remember that kid that stabbed that realtor in the back with like a Bowie knife? Yeah. They tried, like, making a big, like, levy for push to, like, get people out of the square in those areas because he was a kid that was, like, that hung out around those areas and, like, fled to that area when it happened. The whole thing. That block is hot. I'll tell you what. That's a hot block. It's a hot block. Block is hot. Square is blocked. Did you get any nefarious activities while you were there? Did you, like, sell any drugs? Fight anybody? Kick anybody's ass? I was keeping a low profile. I was sad. I had an insane walk ahead of me. Yeah. It took me two hours to walk home, which was kind of crazy. Because there was no rideshare at all. All of the rideshare was shut off. Or not shut off. Nobody was accepting anything. It was also like $90. Yeah, why wouldn't they accept it? I didn't understand that part of it. Because when you would find something for cheap and then search for it, no drivers would take the cheap, the cheap drives. They would just decline it and get the more expensive ones. I can't believe they can do that. They also shut off the... The buses. The buses were not running. Yeah. Dude, what's up with these McDonald's plant nuggets? Have you seen that? <laughs> are you are you a fan of this? Are you down with this? No, dude. I actually, like, speaking of chemical spills, I mean, chicken nuggets taste like chemicals to begin with. What do the plant nuggets taste like? Did You, you brought this up to me. Did you try them yet? No, I just saw it in the news. It's this made the news. <laughs> yeah, this is on CBS News. Plant nuggets made it. They're going foul free. Co-developed with Beyond Meat, an El Segundo, California-based maker of plant-based proteins. Mm-hmm. I just I don't fuck with it. Hold on, are they going meatless for the chicken nuggets? I think they're having both options now. Okay, good. Because 
If they go meatless, I will go McDonald's. <laughs> Not American. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. No, I don't know why they keep doing this. I mean, and I get what it actually is. If you think about it, they're looking for alternative sources for protein because we're not going to be able to get it from beef and chicken forever unless we do something. But it's not a chicken nugget. I don't need a plant nugget. Yeah. Well, definitely. Man, I don't get damn plant nuggets. No, I don't fuck with it. I don't know. I feel like there's also a lot, way too much synthetic shit in that stuff. Like, speaking of people always talking about Red 40. You see all the red imitations they make? Not by America. I'm not eating all that red dye. Imitation what? Imitation meat, like the steaks, the fake steaks. Oh. The Beyond steaks. Some fucking vinyl chloride in there. Yeah, my asshole. A little That's sprinkle of vinyl chloride on top of that. <laughs> A little bit of chicory and vinyl chloride really brightens up the chicken. <laughs> Pepperidge Farms remembers. <laughs> Do we have anything exciting coming up? It sounds like we're getting a little weird here. Do we have any guests coming up in the future? We will have some guests in the future. I've been talking to somebody that we're going to meet up and do an in-person episode. I'm tapped. No one likes me. I think they all think I smell. You don't have any guests in mind? I mean, I probably should just ask people, but I don't know. It sounded like you had somebody cool. I do. He's actually a professional athlete. Former skateboard professional Tony Hawk. <laughs> I fucking wish. <laughs> Me and Tony actually went to elementary school together. <laughs> <laughs> Just whip that out. Whip that one out there. Did I ever tell you guys? Did I ever tell you guys when I... Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> I, last night I was fishing. I posted... So I had posted a throwback Thursday picture on Facebook the other day. And I asked my buddy about it. I was like, did you see that picture I posted? He's like, no, what are you talking about? And I'm like, did you see that picture I posted on Facebook? I mean, what the hell? Throw back there, really? <laughs> <laughs> he was like, what did you just say? <laughs> and I I, uh, I had said to him initially, I'm like, see that picture when I was skinny? He's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, did you see that picture I posted on Facebook when I was skinny? Shit? Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Why was he in the picture? You just wanted him to see it. I was like, look when I was skinny. God damn it. <laughs> so you brought up your conference that you went to in Ohio because we were talking about the train derailment. Yeah, I went to Ohio all week for work. This was my first big boy conference for work I've ever experienced. Did you have to like dress nice and shit? What were you doing? I looked great all week. All right, first off, I looked spectacular. You were in like dirty fishing clothes and shit? No, I, uh, I wore nice clothes the whole time. Specifically, multiple... <laughs> Multiple of my coworkers said to me, like, wow, Declan, you actually clean up pretty well. I'm like, thanks, guys. That means I look like a piece of shit most of the time. <laughs> what was the conference like? Did you have fun? Anything good happen? Oh, I had a lot of fun. It was like a yearly check-in for our company, for our teams that work in the field remotely and whatnot, and that work in a regional level. Team-building event, company growth event, type of thing like that. It was awesome. Let's just say I was shitty every night of the week. For the past week. You were gallivanting? I was out being the king of the good times, right? <laughs> <laughs> I was out chasing the sunrises. King of the good times. Were you in the popular clique? Was I in the popular clique? I don't know. <laughs> Who are the popular kids? I don't know. I'd like to say that I don't I don't I don't have conformities and cliques in my life, but I don't know I don't know what that means. 
know what I mean? You giving out swirlies though? Come on. Yeah, man. I was calling people, you know, the F word and the the G word all week. <laughs> <laughs> I was calling people the R word and stuff, you know. Yeah, it was a good week, dude. I mean, like I pretty much every day you go in and you have a meeting from like I don't fucking know, nine AM until four PM. And everybody goes changes their pants and gets shit faced until about two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> At the Pretty hotel? Up. Yeah. The one night we went to a minor league hockey game, which this is the creme de la creme of, of high society corporation. We rented a whole box of seats for this game and probably about 75% of the group sat in the restaurant that we rented instead because they were like, why would I sit in this seat when the game's on this TV? <laughs> <laughs> I heard that argument probably about 30 times that day. Meanwhile, I'm double fisting Bud Lights. I'm eating cannolis that are a little soggy. They just brought out pizza after the main course dinner. We're having a great time. <laughs> Dessert pizza? Yeah, they, they fucking, they had like a, they put out like pasta and meatballs, chicken piccata, vegetables, and all this stuff for like the course of buffet that people went and picked up themselves. Then, like, two hours into the drinking, they were like, we're going to put some pizza and french fries and wings out. So, like, oh, man, it was a slapper. It was a beer and wine open only. You could buy liquor, but I was double-fisting double fisting Bud Lattes. Just getting shitty? Getting shit-housed. <laughs> I was laughing because one of the older guys <laughs> in the group, I see him hitting on the old bartender. He, and I can tell he's doing it because he needed to smoke a cigarette because there's no smoking building and you couldn't re-enter after smoking a cigarette. So he goes over to her, he's like talking shop to her for a second, he's like, hey, where can I go smoke a cigarette right now? Like, I heard it as I was going by to get a snack. She's like, you're not supposed to be able to, but there's a staircase over there that's left open. <laughs> she started giving him the dig. I was standing there when I heard her say it. And then when he went to go make the move, I saw her go like, no, 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 it's not safe. It's not safe. So like 10 minutes later, I'm in the bathroom and someone had freshly burnt a cigarette in the fucking bathroom. No way. <laughs> I was oh, we're getting down here, bud. So you, they were denying you the ability to go smoke cigarettes? A non-smoking building and they don't allow re-entry. That seems illegal. You're wrong. It's not. <laughs> What was the highlight of the trip? What was the best part? What were you doing? Um, honestly, if you want to get gay for a second, professional growth. I, I had an incredible amount of affirmation and professional growth and plan for my next year, as well as, you know, hints at my opportunities this coming year. So, yeah, that, you know, the career-wise parts of it were the most exciting parts of it. Also, actually, the most exciting part is I work on a team of 14 people that live across the country that we've never met in person and probably every single person on the team, we all have a, a phone relationship, friendship. Like we are all are very close and talk to each other, talk to each other regularly, get insight and advice and communicate all over the country. And we've all probably been friends for over a year without meeting in person. So every single one of us was completely like comfortable. had fun with each other. had a blast all week. Pretty much I showed up Ohio. I had 13 buddies I had never met before. They were prepared to ride or die, and we got shithoused for a week. It was awesome. <laughs> That's cool. At one point, somebody was actually talking shit to one of the guys on the team, and like five of us stood up. I'm like, are we about to have to roll this pussy? <laughs> Meanwhile, the guys from Canada that was talking shit, I'm like, are we about to have to send these fucking conductors back to their goddamn forsaken country? 
Eva, was there any other like team building experiences? Like, was there like karaoke or anything? What was there? Well, we took pickleback shots at about one o'clock. No, um, (laughs) pickleback. Yeah, literally, there were pickleback shots in the mix of this. Yes, there was karaoke. I no way. I dropped the hammer on karaoke again. Twice, dude. You're addicted to karaoke. (laughs) The director of uh, Did you sing Elton John? No. Come on, Daniel. Oh, no, listen, I'll tell you exactly what I sang. First off, my, uh, like the director of installation for my company, guy is a rock star. Very. Does his job all day. Once the hours are done, he starts cranking drinks and heaters. <laughs> and he's, we're going to go do karaoke now. <laughs> so he goes like to the conference room where we've been doing all the conferences, whips out a computer. Busts out his best like Megadeth or Van Halen real quick. Hold on, he perf- he created his own karaoke with a computer. Yep. Is HDMI. there a microphone? Yep. What the fuck? Using like the conference microphone <laughs> and uh, a a YouTube karaoke's. <laughs> yeah, dude, awesome. he was on a bender. That guy wasn't fucking around. He had, I think, he put it together two or three times that week. It was awesome. He was feeling right, dude. <laughs> you know, naturally entered with Black Hole Sun. <laughs> Did you really? <laughs> <Her song. laughs> That's so good. The rock Black Hole Sun. <laughs> that was awesome. I was getting my eyes. <laughs> Dude. Black yeah. Hole Sun, that's an amazing song to pick. <laughs> I was like, listen, dude, it's either going to be Black Hole Sun or Willie Nelson. He's like, Black Hole Sun. <laughs> so I sang Black Hole Sun. And then the next night it came around. We had like the day where our COO, like the chief operations officer and CEO, like was there and gave speeches and was a part of the thing. And he's Italian. So like I went up to him schmoozing, like trying to meet him, talk to him a little bit. I'm like, what rap pack song are we singing together, pal? He's like, what? I was like, what what song are we singing together, man? I heard you say you like Sinatra. And uh he's like, Are you Italian? I'm like, Yeah, I am. My mom's completely Italian. My name just is Irish. And uh I was like, I'll sing a Sinatra song if you want. He's like, Okay. And I picked the Sinatra song. Sang Ring a Ding. Right, no, or sang Ring a Ding Ding by Frankie the Kid. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> I don't know that one. Leveled that one. Got like six or more of those beers in me. And then uh sang on the road again by willie nelson <laughs> which killed because every one of the people at the conference was a regional employee that works on the road <laughs> i was like one two one two three four two. wait were people were they joining in yeah oh yeah my one one of my teammates videotaped it he's like that was awesome <laughs> he's a guy video of that that was probably the coolest thing i've ever seen <laughs> You're fucking addicted to karaoke. I told you I'm the king of the good times. Is that is that our dream to get all this money and then start a karaoke bar? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> the Let me call you back karaoke bar contest, dude. We should totally do that. Have That's submissions. How... Uh, should we have people submit their karaoke's for us to flame? <laughs> yeah, we should. New segment. I just thought of it. Fuck you, Raymond. I thought of it first. Oh, dude, I forgot to bring it up. What? I just created a phone number. There's a hotline now for the show. You can call and leave a voicemail or you can text it. 
and it, the phone number is 215-360-3451. If it's good, we'll play it. We'll play the voicemail on the show. What are you looking for them to leave behind? What are you looking for? Questions, comments? Anything. Questions, comments, topics you want us to hit. You could just flame us. Make fun leave of, us. Actually, just make fun of Declan the entire time. Leave us your insults, mostly insulting Raymond and his fucking stupid forehead. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just talking shit. But yes, anything you want to send, please send it in. Mm-hmm. No, no dick pics. <laughs> if it's a dick pic, make sure it's a good dick pic. <laughs> make sure you get a watch on. <laughs> get a watch on and you see full balls on your face. <laughs> Blue Mountain State, is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Haters are always sunny. Which one is that? It's, it's Blue Mountain State. Yeah. Sammy the uh, mascot. He's like, every day I wake up, I take a picture of my my dick with my balls, a watch, and my face <laughs> in it, and I send it to every number in my phone. <laughs> yeah, it was a good time. Went to Ohio, broke it down LA style, got real wild. <laughs> it's LA style. I don't know. I thought that sounded cool. Raven, I'm looking through the list of things, and this is starting to look a manifesto. What is this? Plotting against the power stations in Baltimore? Oh, somebody just brought this up, because we were right next to a power station, my restaurant. A patron came in and was asking about it, and I was like, dude, I have no idea what you're talking about. There's literally... There was a neo-Nazi group, uh, a man and a woman in Baltimore that were plotting to disable the power stations and destroy the power grid. And they caught them like a, like a week or two ago. Did you hit him with a hard society when he said that? And you're like, society, man. (laughs) (laughs) The dude was freaked out about it. I was like, dude, I have no idea what you're talking about. He's like, look it up, man. Google it. You'll see. They're trying to take down the power grid, man. Yeah. Yep, that's crazy as fuck. Also, you still don't have your car, dude. What the fuck is going on with that? That guy, my mechanic's a piece of shit. I hope he listens to this. I hope he hears it so he can hear it from my face. You're a fucking asshole, dude. Like, I, I, the, as soon as I dropped the car off the first time, I said, this can't take long. I need it back ASAP. I travel on the road for work. You know this. He's like, okay. I said, let me know a price. You know what my budget is. If I have to get more money or I have to borrow it from somebody, I will, but I need my truck back ASAP. Oh, right. No problem. All right. It's been, you know, they don't have the truck engine. They don't have it. If I want to get it new from GM, it's going to be nine, 10 grand, this and that. And they don't have it right now. Uh, you know, three times it's availability. Next, last time, two weeks ago, he told me it's Mexico because there was fucking. The ice storms in Texas and Mexico. <laughs> and now this weekend, I text him. I'm like, yo, man, first off, the guy fucked my door up. Like, uh, he, some one of his workers opened my back door and broke my handle and didn't say anything about it. And now my back handle doesn't work. I found this out when I went to go pick my shit up in my car. Hasn't done any work to the car. Hasn't made any advancements. Hasn't ordered any parts. And I text him this weekend. I'm like, yo, man, something's going to fucking happen. Or you need to start finding engines and asking me if I can do it or not so we can get this going. Because you're saying I need a new engine and you're not getting me this fucking engine. And uh, immediately when I say this, he's like, well, if you pay for the parts up front, I'll charge you for the labor after and we can get this done next week. What? (laughs) So he wants you to find the parts? 
no, he's going to find the parts, is what he said. If I pay for them all up front, he can get my engine in next week. It's been two months, and that's the first time I've heard that option. The fuck? I told him, I said, listen, I'm coming to get my keys. Forget it. I don't want you working on my car anymore. So I'm taking it to somebody else. This guy sounds like he knows what he's doing. How did you know this guy? He's my, He's been my mechanic for years. I very much did not want to go to this guy, but everybody else I spoke to recommended me go to him, and he just he's a piece of shit. Like We're supposed to be friends. He's my bait guy. He's my mechanic. And uh, he treats me like I'm a shithead every time. I don't know why he does it. He can go fuck himself. I hope he's listening. I get my Seriously. bait from him. He does my taxes. I fucking... Seriously. He fixes my cars. Like, I, I've, he's been my mechanic for a long time. He sells bait for Draper season and everything. He can go fuck himself. He's a bad guy. I don't know why he does this to people. I'm not the first person he's done it to. He's done it to other people. You know, you try and give people a chance, try and give local businesses a chance. Do you think we should just put out his first and last name and his address? Yeah, and where to beat his ass at. <laughs> no, I, I can't wait to get my fucking truck back, dude. It's still there. Yeah. Jeez, we should probably get your truck before we put this episode out. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I'm going to get it Wednesday. You ain't going to listen to it. So, dude, so I hate mice. And also, we got to get this. We got to end this here soon. So I'm going to leave this story. I'm going to leave on this story here for you. Okay. I just came home this weekend. You know, Christina said the mice have been getting on the counter somehow or, or whatnot. And I'm in the living room playing Fall Guys while she's going to bed. And I hear them on top of fridge i'm like how did you get on top of the fridge so fucking ladders there's a yeah, ladder <laughs> they got little mini ladders <laughs> <laughs> you see him with a fucking grappling gun <laughs> Goggles. i am literally looking i could hear it the first time i go over there and smack the top of the fridge it sounded like something jumped off He's got a so, parachute. He's parachuting. <laughs> so I turn the lights on, pull the fridge out. I look at the back, and there's the water line for like a water hookup that hasn't been used. But obviously, it's like close enough to the ground where if they grabbed it, they could scale this thing like <laughs> fucking crude. Get to the top of the fridge on the fridge, which is literally the only way they would be getting on top of this fridge. There's no other way to get up there. It's polished metal. There's no. There's nothing for them to climb on top Jesus, of. There's no. Dude. Your fucking right. mice are Navy SEALs. <laughs> They're no joke, Raven. I, I go up there. I pull the fridge out. I notice this. I get chili powder. I put it all over the back of the fridge right by where they can climb up. So that when if one of these guys gets up there, he's getting peppered. Yeah, right. He's like, fucking, ah! He's rolling around. <laughs> I can't I'm sitting here. And it's dark. I'm playing video games. And I hear movement again, like something's climbing up the back. Climbs up the back, gets on the top, and all I hear is meh, and then falls <laughs> off the back, hits the ground. I hear it smack the bottom. I'm like, oh, he got fucked up. <laughs> he got so, hit by the fucking mustard guests. So, so I'm thinking that's the end of it at this point. Ten minutes later, I hear the same thing. He gets up on the fridge, and I can hear him on the fridge eating something. And I don't turn the lights on. I just sneak over to the fridge and I take my phone out and I flash the light on real quick and I make eye contact with this mouse. And Jesus Christ, did this thing shit itself. You could tell it was like, meh! <laughs> jumps off the back of the fridge. Literally like... Commit suicide. It, it jumps off the back of the fridge. You can just hear it go, like, meh! 
hit the bottom. It went under something or hit into something, and I haven't seen it since. And they have back, been back on the bridge since. Dude, they're plotting. They're going to have gas masks next time they get up there. <laughs> I hit them with the musk. <laughs> That's fucking funny. They just, they just start becoming superhuman. They get up there, you see them just ripping lines of fucking cayenne powder. Fucking ridiculous, dude. I hate mice, dude. They come at... I, I, I literally just can't stand them, dude. And I, They're everywhere. Everywhere you move, everywhere you live, they fucking are everywhere. There's no, I had them in every house I've lived in for the past like seven years. That's crazy. Fucking hate it. I've never had them here. Raymond, they're there. They're eating the cheese you take naps with. I don't know, dude. That cheese is still good. The cheese is still good. Day late. They got a patina on it. Oh, dude, here's one of my favorite uh, memories of the week so far. So, one, uh, one of the guys I work with, not specifically on my team, but one of the guys that was at the conference from my company banged one of the front desk workers. Shout out to that guy. No was, way. Yep, pulled off the fucking move. And then uh, another one of my buddies, like second to last night, we're like drunk and we wanted something to eat. He's like, I'll drive to the gas station. I'm like, Are you good to drive? He's like, Yeah, sure. I'm like, all right. So he drives to the gas station and this motherfucker gets an egg salad sandwich from the gas station. Oh my God. All right, I got hard-boiled eggs and I got skills. Dude, <laughs> what the fuck? We go back to the hotel. One of my coworkers is like, you got snacks for me? I'm like, you want some hard-boiled eggs or some Skittles? And he's like, oh, my God, no. <laughs> we both, he's all right, man, good night. I'll talk to you in the morning. And he goes to his own room. I go to my own room. He wakes up. And when he woke up, he fell asleep with the egg salad sandwich in his hand. And he woke up with an egg salad sandwich stuck to the side of his face. <laughs> That's gross. Yeah, man. Made me think of you. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, a piece of cheese is not the same thing as egg salad in the bed. Pretty much. <laughs> what a magical <clears throat> President's Day. We're going to wrap it up here. Sensational. Sensational. And remember, guys, we do have that text line and hotline. You can leave us a voicemail, which is 215-360-3451. This has been the Let Me Call You Back podcast. You can find us on Instagram at 555 Let Me Call You Back. You can find Declan at Declan Loves Meatballs on Instagram and myself on Instagram at Ray underscore Brooks, B R O O X. Any last words for them, Declan? We, I'm, go, I'm home this week. I have to finish the sandwich cast. I've lost my cell phone and I have to go retrieve it, I think, from. The rental company that I had my rental vehicle from work through. Your second phone, right? You have two phones. You lost one of them? Yeah, I have two phones. One for, like, you know, fat guy shit and one for work. <laughs> Your plug phone? <laughs> I mean, it's pretty much fat guy shit. So, <laughs> I, I mean, literally, if you go in the pictures, the most recent pictures on that phone is videos of me eating a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to go in there like, what the fuck is this guy doing? <laughs> it's like the laptop. It's like they got Hunter Biden's laptop. <laughs> Like, oh my god, instead of child, just a fat kid eating sandwiches and his girl. <laughs> All right, then. Yeah, now I uh, I got a couple sandwiches left to finish this week coming up. Lee's Hoagie House, Tuna Hoagie coming at you soon. We got a roast beef sandwich coming from Luigi's over in uh, Mantua, New Jersey. This has been the Let Me Call You Back podcast. Thank you for all of the listening you guys have been giving to us. 
Check us out on all the social medias and all the platforms. Make sure you rate, review, subscribe, and you share this shit up. The only way we get shit get out there is with user involvement and you guys helping us get there. So we appreciate all your involvement. Thank you for everything. Yes. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. We would really appreciate the support. Find us on Instagram at 555-LET-ME-CALL-YOU-BACK and on Facebook at the Let Me Call You Back podcast. You can find comedian Declan Brooks on Instagram at Declan Loves Meatballs. See you next time.